The 421st edition of the MMA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use code SGP. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on football. Only on the DraftKings Sportsbook with the code SGP. We're also brought to you by GameTime. Snag the tickets without the stress. Use promo code CFBX on your first purchase to save $20. Download the GameTime app and use promo code CFBX. And next, we're brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Play the Underdog Fantasy Pick'em in college or NFL and win up to 20 times in one game. Use promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for a 100% deposit bonus of up to $100. And finally, we're brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. Howdy ho, DeGenerinos. Welcome to episode 421 of the MMA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. I am one of your hosts, Jeff Chalks Fox. Let's send this episode out to Crunch. I've already given him an episode, a dedication before. Uh, he's one of our friends in the Discord, but he's been dropping lots of spreadsheet knowledge on us um, over the past few days. So uh, I think he deserves more credit for that once again. So this goes out to Crunch. Thank you for coming to the show. This is our second half of our UFC Fight Night Fizia versus Gamrot breakdown. We did all the prelims yesterday, so make sure you jam that one in your ear holes if you haven't already, so you're prepared for Saturday. This episode is all about the main card, the props, the locks, the dogs, the parlays, all that fun stuff will be at the end of the episode, so don't you go anywhere until we get all that into your ears so you know how to make some money this weekend, but I won't be doing it alone. I have a sidekick here to make me look good. It's one and only Daniel Gumby Breland. Hello. What's up? You didn't give me anything to What's work up? with. Yeah, yeah. No, just... you, we, we can talk about how, how great Crunch's numbers are that he gives us in the Discord. Yeah, I I, I know you're the number guy. So it's got to be, yes. you know, right up your And not that I'm not, you know, I don't look at some numbers and stuff like that. But you're, you're a big numbers guy. I'm a big uh, watching film guy. But it's always nice to have a little mixture of both. Uh, and I think that yes. is... The beautiful part of our Discord. Get in it now if you're not already in it. Uh, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. There's a nice mixture of people who like to watch fights and make picks that way and look at numbers. And they then they all converse in beautiful harmony. I would say that's what this podcast is all about as well, Gumby. Beautiful harmony? And and the, <laughs> and the numbers and, and the oh, actual... Oh, oh, you yeah, actually yeah. watching fights and, and me making resume picks sometimes, you know. And beautiful harmony, yes. Okay. Of course. Okay. Yeah, that's, what, sure. that's what that's what we're all here for. Kumbaya, Dan. This is the Kumbaya episode. All right. Yeah, I'll allow all that. Right. Yeah, all right. <laughs> what do you think of this main card, Gumby? You know, I'm uh I actually think it's got a lot of intriguing fights. Um uh, I like seeing Brian Battle back in there. Uh you know, we got three fights on the top of the card where every single fighter is ranked. You don't get that on Apex cards all that often. So you gotta appreciate that. No. Yeah, for sure. For sure. It's a pretty solid uh, fight card. And it is going down this Saturday night. UFC Apex, as Dan said. 7 p.m. is the main card start time Start time on ESPN+. Plus. 4 p.m. is, are the, pre, is the prelim start time. Okay, my ad gives all messed up, so I should probably should jump, jump into breaking down fights. Um, 
we're going to start with a featherweight fight. Ricardo Hamos versus Charles Jordan, a Canadian. Charles Jordan would be. And I'm going to tell you about uh, the Brazilian first, Hamos. Carcassina is the nickname. Did we ever figure out Carcassina, Dan? Is it? Is it not? Never mind. I don't remember what it is anymore. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He is 16 and four. Hamos with four knockouts, seven submissions. He's been knocked out twice, submitted once. Seven and three in the UFC. He's got a loss, win, loss, win over his last four fights. He did win his last fight via TKO. Used to fight down at Bantamweight. Was regional champion. 2012 pro MMA debut. Three inches reach over Jordan. Better grappling stats as well. He has been outstruck in the UFC by half a strike a minute. Hamos has, and he's at plus 120. Jordan, Air Jordan, 14 to 6, eight knockouts, four submissions. He's been submitted once uh, himself. He's so pretty durable. Uh, five, five, and one in the UFC. One and two over his last three, but he did win his last fight. He's got multiple reach championships on his mantle. Correct. It's shirt sportsgummypockets.com slash store. I don't know how you say mantle in French, but he probably has a French mantle. Uh, he used to fight at Lightweight, better striking stats, and more active landing strikes than Hamos is. And he's outstruck his UFC opponents by almost a strike and a half a minute. He's, yeah, he's at plus 1.48. He's at minus 135 on the old betting board. I will go first as per usual on the main card. Give me the dog. I'm, I'm fading the Canadian. Give me Hamos here. Um, I like. I think he's a more dangerous all-around uh, fighter. Definitely a better grappler and more dangerous on the map. But he also has some crazy knockout power and does some fancy old KOs. So I think overall, um, like I said, he's a better fighter overall and more dangerous overall. And um, I think I'm kind of surprised that he's a dog here. Maybe Gummy can can uh, figure out why he's a dog, but uh, I will take it at plus 120. Yeah, I'm a little surprised he's a dog too. Um, 120, I mean, I guess that's a close line, but like, I think in addition to being dangerous on the feet, which granted, uh, Jordan really hard to knock out. So maybe that's part of it. But in addition yeah. to being dangerous on the feet, I think people forget how good of a grappler he is. Like, he, he low-key is, like, when he needs it, a pretty good grapple. Like, the, the Bill Algeo fight sticks out. Like, he just took down Bill Algeo whenever he wanted to and won that fight really easily. Um, you know, Journey Newson, maybe not as impressive. Um, you know, before he, he knocked out Ayman Zahabi, he was also taking him down. Now, granted, I think he was losing that fight. But, like... His grappling has looked good pretty much all the time. Uh, you know, little bits and pieces here, but he's got a couple of good spinning back elbow finishes too on top of that. I personally don't think Jordan's grappling's all that great. So yeah, I'm gonna side with Hamo share. All right, there you go. Dan, what's a Mako shoot fight night six? I don't know, but I posted that in the Discord, which is another <laughs> Oh, also I did find out what Carcarasina was. Uh it okay. is it, it means uh, it's like skinny skeleton or skinny frame. Okay, well that that would fit. Uh, that would fit Mr. Hamos, would it not? It does very well. Does he know what a Maku shoot fight night is? Where is I don't, it? You, I don't. Maybe, maybe you can go I'm assuming it it's. In, I'm assuming it's in Makushu. Yeah, <laughs> wherever that is. All right. Um, let's break down another fight, shall we? Before I, I tell you about our amazing sponsors, I'm going to tell you about welterweights next. Brian Battle versus AJ Fletcher. We'll tell you about the ghost AJ Fletcher first. It should be T-Rex arms, right? That should be his real nickname. Yeah, he's got little baby arms. <laughs> he, he sure does. He's 10 and 2. Four knockouts, five submissions. One and two in the UFC. He did win his last fight via submission. One no on contender series. Used to fight at lightweight. Three years younger than Battle. 
better grappling stats than battle. He's been outstruck in the UFC by end contender series by 1.05 strikes a minute. It's at plus 155. Pooh Bear is the name we're going by with battle, whether he likes it or not. That is, I think name, he's Dan. back he's... on Pooh Bear. He was Pooh Bear last fight. I can't even remember what his name had changed to, but the butcher. It wasn't as good as Pooh Bear. Oh, yeah, forget that. Pooh Bear, it is. He's nine and two, three knockouts, four submissions. He's been submitted once, so anytime he's been finished. Four and one in the UFC, won his last fight via TKO. He did miss weight. Uh, that was his first foray down to watch weight as well. It's used to fight at middleweight, so keep that in mind. Two and on the Ultimate Fighter and the champion there. Three inches taller than Fletcher, 10 inches of reach. He does not have baby arms like Fletcher does. Uh, better striking stats, more active landing strikes as well. And he has outstruck his UFC opponents by 0.47 strikes a minute. He's at minus 175. I'm going battle here. Uh, you know, the, the reach is obviously insane. And, you know, like Fletcher has pretty good wrestling. I particularly like the the entries he had in that that Matt Semmelsberger fight where he just kept, you know, like the duck under look really sharp. But the thing is that like battle doesn't throw like Matt Semmelsberger does. Like Matthew Semmelsberger sometimes puts like his whole ass into every punch, uh, is clearly trying to knock your head off, kind of goes for it. And not that Pooh Bear doesn't go for it and he, he doesn't like get after it, but like it, it, I don't think I've seen Brian battle like off balance on a missed punch as often as I have seen Semmelsberger as close as I've seen Semmelsberger. And that's really what Fletcher capitalized on the first time. So if he stays composed, he stays within himself. I think he's going to pick him apart from distance in a real bad way. And then the other thing I think we're all sleeping on is Pooh Bear's got really good submission offense. Like if somebody goes to shoot a takedown on him sloppy, He's going to hurt you and he's going to finish you. Uh, I mean, this is a guy who submitted Andre Petrosky, which I think people forget about. So, yeah, of course, I'm, I'm going to go with Brian Battle here. I'm also surprised this line is so close. Bears can grapple, Dan. Yeah, they sure. Especially if there's a honey, honey pot involved. So, yeah, Pooh Bear is my pick as well. Um, better striker with 10 inches of reach and uh, solid enough uh, wrestling and grappling games. So yeah, obviously he's the pick here as well as DraftKings. They're our pick always. We're back with another week of football and DraftKings Sportsbook is keeping us in on the NFL action with great offers every single game day. New customers can bet $5 and get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Throw a five down on any of this week's epic matchups to walk away an instant winner. And DraftKings is the stopping there. All customers can take advantage of two new offers every game day this September. Gumby says, take the Eagles over the Cardinals. doesn't matter what the spread is. Take, take the Football. Cowboys. Cow, Cowboys. Oh, what? I said the Eagles. Yeah. Oh, yeah, my did. gosh. I said I said yeah. the rival's name. We, we don't like Cowboys. talking about the Eagles. <laughs> no, take, the, take the Cowboys and the, uh, and the points. It doesn't matter what, how many points they're giving up. Football is more fun when you're in on the action, so download the app now and sign up with code SGP. New customers can bet just $5 to get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Only a DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL with code SGP. The crown is yours. Gavin, problem call 1 800 Gambler. See draftkings.com slash sportsbook for details and state specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. And with all your winnings, go over to game time, get yourself some tickets to any kind of event you want because game time is the fastest growing ticketing app in the country for a reason. You get images of your seat before you buy, so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. You buy tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps, and you're set. Tickets are sent directly to your phone, so you never have to dig through your email. Snag the tickets without the stress with the Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code SC. I did it again. Code CFB 
X. So college football X. CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply again. Create an account and redeem code CFBX for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right. We're already on to our third fight. And it's Marina Hodhiguez versus Michelle Watterson Gomez at women's strawweight. Tell you about Watterson Gomez first. The Karate Hadi is 18 and 11. Three knockouts, nine submissions. She's been knocked out once, submitted four times. Six and seven in the UFC. She's another fighter who has lost three straight fights. No one won one of her last six. Lucky she's a karate hottie. She still has a job. She's not won since September of 2020. Used to fight down at Atomweight and up at Flyweight. She was 3-1 in Invicta and the champion of Atomweight in that uh, uh, promotion. 1-0 in Strikeforce. 2007 Pro MMA debut. 0-1 as a pro kickboxer. Better grappling stats than Hadiguez, and she's been outstruck in the UFC by 0.38 strikes a minute, plus 255. Hadiguez, 16-3-2, six knockouts, one submission. She's been knocked out once. 6-3-2 in the UFC. She's lost two straight. Before that, she had won four straight. Used to fight at flyweight. 1-0 on contender series. Three inches height, three inches of reach on Watterson Gomez. A year younger than her. Better striking stats and more active landing strikes. Uh, positive strike differential of 1.64 in the UFC and contender series. Minus 300. Obviously, I am taking Hadigas here. Watterson Gomez is shot. And even if she was in her prime, I think uh, Hadigas would beat her anyway. Um, Hadigas better be able to beat Watterson Gomez at this point. If not, she really, really, really is is uh, worse off than, than we uh, than we originally thought. So Hadigas should walk away in this one. With why, why, why is this rematch happening? Like, th this is weird. Oh, yeah, that's right? right. They fought already. That's yeah, right. They did they fight already. In, and They fought in a five-round fight. Uh, and like there was one round where Watterson was close. It was the fourth. And I think a lot of people scored that one for her, but outside of that, she got smoked in the other four rounds, uh, and just picked I think, apart. I think because she, she was just Michelle Watterson at that point. She oh, now it's, Watterson now it's Watterson Gomez. Gomez and we got to give her another <laughs> yes, shot. Excuse me. Different, the, different fighter. So yes, she's got the power of gold, but no, but she was badly outstruck in that fight. Uh, it, it was, you know, the, the numbers only say, you know, 125 to 88. I'm looking at them now or 144 to 100 if you want to do total strikes. But it's like the power of Rodriguez versus the power of Watterson Gomez. It's just it, it's on a different level. Um, And, and yes, uh, to your, your point is like we're worried about Rodriguez being shot because of, you know, all of the, the losses she's taken. But like she's not losing to anybody except for like grinding wrestlers. Right. Like she lost to. You know, Carla Esparza back when she lost it. I guess Amanda Lemos isn't exactly that, but she's a powerhouse. So, um, and then Vierna Jadaroba, who out-wrestled her too. Um, Gomez isn't going to do that. Uh, or Waterson. It feels weird calling her Gomez. Um, Waterson Gomez yeah. isn't going to do that. Uh, I think Hadigas just blasts her just like she did the first time. Yeah, why did she change her name? Because she, she's been married for ages. I wonder why she added the Gomez. Anyhow. She's going to get beat, Dan. Will they cut her after four straight losses, or will she retire and go out the uh, graceful way? It She does sort of feel like somebody who would have a title in Bellator, doesn't she? Like Liz Carbouche. Oh, you really did. think so, dude? Liz, Liz yeah, Carbouche did. I mean, like, I don't... I don't even know that they have her division, but like they could build it. Um, the, 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 yeah, Bellator startup. Uh, Bellator is going away though, apparently, or it's going to PFL. Dude, I'm so sick of hearing people who have no idea what they're talking about talk about that. Um, and since me and yep. you also don't know what the heck is going on there, 
Let's also not talk about it. <laughs> We're not talking about it. We're going to talk about Bryce Mitchell and Dan Ige instead at Featherweight. That's the co-main event we have here. Ige is the one with the amazing nickname of 50K. Instead, he got rid of the Danimal, which is a much better nickname. Instead, he's begging the boss for a bonus with his nickname, which is uh, not a good luck. He's 17 and 6. Five knockouts, five submissions. Never been finished in a fight. Nine and five in the UFC. He's won two straight fights. Before that, he had lost three straights. So he kind of saved his career here. 1-0 in the Contender Series, inch of reach over Mitchell, more active landing strikes than Mitchell is, and he is outstruck his UFC opponents by 0.27 strikes a minute, plus 175 is the number on Ige. Thug Nasty, Bryce Mitchell, 15-1 with nine submissions. He's been submitted himself once. He's 6-1 in the UFC. He got submitted in his last fight. 1-1 on the Ultimate Fighter, was regional champion, 2-0 in World Series of Fighting, three inches taller than Ige. Uh, what else? Three years younger than him as well. Uh, he has a positive strike differential of 0.77. Better striking stats and grappling stats than EK as well. He's at minus 200. Go ahead. I uh, I'm actually gonna go with Danny EK here. I um I, I had a long thought process on this, but mostly I just think Danny Gay is smart enough to follow and and has enough of the skill set. Now, granted, not the same skill set, but enough of the skill set. To follow the blueprint laid by Aaliyah Tapuria, um, I know he's way faster than Bryce Mitchell on the feet. I, I am a little worried that his takedown defense is significantly worse than Ilya Tapuria's, but I think he can do enough of what Tapuria did to, like, piece up Bryce Mitchell on the feet. Um, I also just, like, m- maybe this is just me, but, like, I can't imagine Danny Ige getting subbed. Or even finished for that matter. He's so freaking durable. Um, Never been finished. Yeah. And while he's been like out wrestled by some guys, like, I I don't know that that Bryce Mitchell's wrestling is as good as we originally thought it was. Right. Because like, you know, not that Bryce Mitchell didn't win some good fights, but like in retrospect, when you go back and you look at the ones he won and you're like, oh, well, he did out wrestle Edson Barboza. And now you're like, okay, well, Edson's kind of aged and was a kickboxer in the first place. And you're like. But, oh, but Charles Rose is a grappler. And it's like, yeah, and now he's fighting, you know, at a casino in Connecticut on the same fight card as amateurs. You know, like, it's a a lot of his wins, just like to me, did not age particularly well. And I I think that Ige being a durable guy coming, you know, in in, Mitchell hasn't been healthy. He's been hurt. I I think all of those things play into Ige's favor here. So I'm going to take the dog money on Ige. I am too. Give me the dog money as well on Dan Ige. Yeah, obviously like him better uh, on the feet than, than Mitchell, and uh, hopefully he can keep it there. But yeah, Mitchell kind of got exposed, in his, more than kind of, he got exposed his last fight. So um, let's see if Ige can uh, do the same and maybe get a 50K bonus, Dan, right? Yeah, I don't I don't think he'll do that. <laughs> no? Okay. Um, he'll still have his nickname, even if he doesn't do that. We're already to the main event already flying through the episode. But like I said, we, we got some special picks for you at the end. So hang around even after we make the pick for the main event it is Hafia Fizia versus Matias Gamrot and is at the lightweight division five, five minute rounds. Gamrot Gamer is nicknamed 22 and two with one no contest, seven knockouts, five submissions. He's never been finished in a fight, which is impressive. 25 fights, five and two in the UFC. He's won five of his last six, including his last fight. He was a two-weight, two-division uh, champion in KSW because he used to fight down at featherweight as well. 
2012 Pro MMA debut. He's a grappling champ or was. Uh, two inches taller than Fiziev. Better striking and grappling stats than Fiziev. He's barely uh, outstruck his opponents. Uh, I'm sorry, he's barely been outstruck by his opponents in the UFC. He's at minus 0.2 strike differential. And he's at plus 135. Fiziev, Adaman, or Rafa, you can call him. He's 12-2, and two, eight knockouts, one submission. He's been knocked out once. 6-2 and two in the UFC. He's won six of his last seven. He did lose his last fight. He is a professional Muay Thai fighter, or was. He was a bronze medalist in uh, Muay Thai World Championships as well. Interreach on Gamrot, three years younger, more active landing strikes. He's got a negative strike differential in the UFC, a 0.11. He's at minus 155. Uh, my turn. Very tough fight to break down. The odds probably should be a bit closer. Uh, this is more of a pick in, in my eyes. I'm going Fiziev. like the striking better and, and the power better. Um, and he, he does have very good takedown defense. Um, but yeah, very, very tough, tough fight. But uh, give me Fiziev. I'm going to go with uh, Gamera. Uh, and mostly just because, I, you know, you're right. Fiziev does have pretty good takedown defense, it, especially if you look at the raw numbers. But those numbers feel like they've been kind of inflated at times um by like stuffing like 700 takedowns from a guy who sucks or a guy who clearly isn't getting them you know like if you you look i mean he picked up a couple of takedown defenses against bobby green uh you know rafael dos anjos deciding to go back down to lightweight couldn't get him down because it's lightweight uh dos anjos um you know he, he picked up some some defenses against mark diacasey uh again maybe not the best wrestler in the world um he picked up some against henato moicano I think Gamera's a better wrestler than all those guys. And look, he's he's out here giving up takedowns to Justin Gaethje. He's giving up takedowns to Brad Riddell, guys who I don't think are particularly good wrestlers. I also think the style of wrestling from Gamera is different than he's ever faced. Um, because Gamera is not a guy who shoots and fails and backs away, you know, like maybe you see Rafael Dos Anjos do. The guy's relentless at piecing his takedowns together. You know, like he chains everything he does. So like, at the end of the day, his straight, his takedown numbers don't look great on paper, but it's because like every takedown he gets, they counted three attempts on the way to him getting it. And he's, I mean, like he has looked so good against guys who grapple, right? Like he's looked good against, you know, he had six takedowns against Armin Sarukian, which is incredible. You know, four against Diego Fajeda. You know, he took down Benil Dariush. That fight was close with Benil Dariush. He got Benil Dariush down a bunch of times. Uh, he got Jaywin Turner down, held him down for almost seven minutes in that win. Like, you know, I, I just think he does enough of that here um, that it, even if it does not win him rounds, like I kind of think it will anyway against Fiziev, it's going to wear out Fiziev. He is going to, you know, push a pace that Fiziev is going to be hesitant to throw some of those kicks and hesitant to throw some of those things. And maybe just doesn't have the zip on him come third, fourth, fifth round. Okie dokie. No, there's no wrong answers until Saturday rolls around. And then one of us will be wrong. All right, there's recap, and then we will get to our fancy dancy picks. I have Fiziev, he has Gamrot, and then we are the same on the rest of the way through. Ige, Hadhiguez, Battle, and Hamels are the picks. Uh, locks, dogs, props, parlays, all that is coming up next after I tell you about Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy has a way to play alongside your favorite football team all season long. You can win up to 20 times your money in a single game by going five for five. It's a fantasy game, but you can win real money. $100,000 Sundays continues on Underdog Fantasy. A total of 2 million in prizes all season long. 100,000 in prizes this week. 10,000 to 10 people 
this week. New sweepstakes every week of the NFL season. This week's higher or lower is Tyreek Hill receiving yards 91 and a half. Higher or lower? Gumby, you said higher last episode. You still going with that? Yeah, I'm sticking with that. All right. Go higher. And even if you're wrong and Gumby's wrong, you still have a chance to win 10K. So watch along, make your picks, and maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up with the promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit up to 100 bucks. It's Underdog Fantasy promo code SGPN. And we're brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame Bet's revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rates for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. All right. We did the research for you for the MMA and we gave you all our picks now. It's locks, dogs, props, parlays, all that fun stuff. And Gumby gets to kick it off with his lock. I'm going to use the first fight of the night for my lock. I'll take Tamiris Vidal. Uh, I think I said on yesterday's show, Montserrat Rendon has some of the slowest striking I've ever seen. Uh, and I think it costs her here. So give me uh, Vidal. All right. Excellent choice. Excellent choice. I have an idea for my pick. I just want to skim the rest and make sure I'm not overlooking one from yesterday's show. I am not. Uh, Pooh Bear, Brian Battle, minus 175 is my luck. I was right about on that too, but uh, All right, good. Go, go a little safer. Um, for my dog, I'm going to take Hikardo Hamosh. Um, I think he's going to bring a multi-dimensional game to Charles Jordan, and that's going to be too much for Jordan. Okay, excellent. What do I want? For, I do actually have a few dogs um a handful of dogs uh bum, 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 bum. all right let's go for a do i want Ige or do i want john's what do i like better i think Ige. i'm gonna go Ige plus 175 a big one you certainly weren't gonna go john's isn't he a oh no he's a slight dog you're right um you're right Sorry, I forgot that he wasn't a favorite. Wow, um, hear that? I'm right, and he apologized. Um, Fantastic. I'm, I'm going to go, I, you know, you. I've hit some real big props as of late. I got Manel Cape yep. two weeks ago, uh, plus 350. Um, earlier in the year, I got a 600 and a 400, and I'm going to go for another 600 here. Uh, plus 600, Brian Battle knockout against uh, AJ Fletcher. Battle has shown really good knockout power in this division. He's going to have massive reach advantage on a guy who wants to grapple him. Man, dude, plus 600? I think it's there. Uh, so, yeah, give me uh, give me Brian Battle by knockout. That is a fantastic number for you. I'm going to go for a pretty big one, too. We talked about it yesterday. Mohamed Usman. I can't believe I'm picking him, especially um, twice. I'm picking him in the win. Plus, I'm picking him for a prop bet. Wins by or KO plus 400. I don't see why he can't knock out um, or at least TKO uh, Collier. I can't either. I mean, Chris Barnett did right. it. So, yeah, I mean, Usman exactly. seems like he Usman's could. got more power than him. Yeah. All right. Vidal, Battle are the locks. Hamos, Ige are the dogs. Battle via knockout. Usman via 
knockout as well are our big prop bets now for the biggest bet of them all a two fight parlay that we like to call the hunger man jong super fan parlay that will win us big bucks at least plus 1000 once gummy gives us the picks go ahead so I will just tell you, first of all, if you just parlay the two uh, props that we just gave you together, you're feeling feeling good about both those. You'd get 34 to one on those two wow. hitting. And it feels like, like, isn't that maybe just, I mean, I'm, it's not going to be my official hunger bit because I write these things ahead of time. Um, but like, it feels like that's hittable. Uh, and 34 to one might be worth your pizza money. Uh, so I'm just saying that out the gate. No, but the... Uh, the hungry man I already wrote down was Kamara Usman or not Kamara Usman, uh, Mohammed Usman by knockout. So I am going to steal your, your plus 400. And I'm also going to take Tamiris Vidal, who is my lock, but I'm going to take her inside the distance sub or KO. Doesn't matter. Plus 200 on that one. Um, so if you pair those two together, you're only going to get 14 to one. You're only going to get plus 1400, but, uh, you know, consider making a second hungry man in here. Maybe it's a big weekend. Maybe it is a big weekend. It was a big episode. It was a quick episode. We we got all this info out to people quick this episode, Dan. It's no usually, messing around. Our our Thursday episode is usually pretty quick. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, the main card seems to go fast. I guess the because they usually have twenty eight fights in the prelims. I guess that's why we should. That's Bellator. Bellator's not doing it. Got, Bellator's yeah, got I was gonna say. I was gonna say we should. Too bad we're not doing Bellator two ninety nine this week, and we can make picks for all twenty one fights. I'm not joking. Twenty one fights, people. They have on the fight card. How many how of them, how many be. of the fighters? So that means there's 42 fights. How many of them yeah. have six pro fights? <laughs> yeah. And, and, are, and are Irish because it's in, it's in Ireland. So, uh, yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Well, not interesting. That's Bellator. Like, like I said before, Bellator is always going to Bellator until they're out of business. All right. We're always going to be the discord. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash discord. So come in there and say hi. And maybe you'll get an episode dedicated to you. Uh, Twitter, SGPN MMA. You can say I had a Gumby on there. He's also a Gumby Vreeland. I'm a Jeff Fox writer on there and on Instagram. Uh, subscribe to my Substack free, or if you're a real buddy, well, one of the paid subscriptions, then you can read everything I put out. All my writing, all my stat stuff, articles I do, all my pick'em contests, all the recap and look ahead podcasts I do on every Sunday. All that is at moneymma.substack.com. Listen to Gumby's Top Turtle MMA podcast minus me. So it's uh. It's much more, uh, I was going to say it's much more entertaining, but it's much more informative. It's more more palatable to the, the comments. <laughs> it's, it's definitely more palatable. <laughs> Tell us who's on it this week. Uh, we're talking to Torres, Finney, and Connor Matthews, who will both be on week 10 of Contender Series. Connor Matthews, not a hockey player, at least not yet. Um, and all good things, sports gambling is at sportsgamblingpodcast.com. And sign up for it. Patreon, help us crush corporate gambling, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. Gummy, take us out of here until Sunday. All right, I'm David Gumby Vreeland. He's Thug Nasty Jeff Fox, and we will see you on Sunday.